hip-hop hip-hop was good it's your boy rob d in the place to be also known as at the real rob diggy on ig this week we are talking about the iconic jeffrey atkins also known as ja rule and the first time that i was introduced to ja rule was the march on vidi vidi vici and you know what i'm feeling hip-hop today and uh, i want to recite that real quick because in his words he says i'm tired of being a slave all my murderers lord can we get a break we ain't really happy here take a look into my eyes and see pain what i feel lord can we get a break we ain't really happy here take a look into my eyes and see pain what i feel lord oh lord can we get a break that was my introduction to ja rule ladies and gentlemen ja rule is a staple in hip-hop for many many reasons but before i even get into ja rule i first want to give a shout out to lucid paradox lucid paradox had a show last night here in kansas city um on october 2nd 2021 uh they got an album coming out in q4 of this year you guys i'm gonna put their ig description here pop up in a second you guys go out there and support these brothers what i'm gonna tell you about lucid paradox is they have the best live show in the midwest their live show is unmatched okay so i know you all saying okay where there's many other shows that i've been to that's great and all that go see a lucid paradox show in person live and it will change your mind. It's gonna blow your mind. Like, shout out to Tyler Keese and his crew, man. Thank you guys for showing me so much love last night, man. You guys put on a phenomenal show, gave me the red carpet treatment, and I told y'all I was gonna shout y'all out, man. So thank you, brothers, for your contributions to the Midwestern hip hop, man. And, and I just love y'all moving, man. So shout out to Lucid Paradox. One love, man, to y'all, man. Real talk. Now, my guest today for Ja Rules episode five in the new millennium, it's a very familiar face that you guys have seen about 14 times now. Uh, the 14 science champion, William James Boyd, is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go ahead, without further ado, bring my big brother in. William James, what's good, man? What's popping? Tell the folks what's happening with you, dog. What's good? I would like to say hello, hip-hop, because everybody out there watching in some shape form or fashion is hip-hop i want to shout out my brother rob diggy a2 for sheezy um it's an honor and a blessing to be on here you know as many times as i have i'm humbled and amazed that he's tolerated my presence this long but i love my brother to death so Look, life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what's up, ladies and germs. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping, man. This is our first show together one-on-one, -on -one too, man. We've done a lot of shows together, but never one-on-one -on -one together. And we chose Ja Rule for this episode, man. So let's jump into it, man. Yo, look, Ja Rule's trophy case is not very big. H however, his impact is huge. So let's get into the facts first. One-time BT award winner, one-time VMA, one-time double A and double N... NAACP Image Award winner, nominated for four Grammys, but does not, I repeat, does not have a Grammy Award in his trophy case, but that's okay. Now, 
We're going to talk about his albums. This man had a five-album run in the 2000s uh, that was clearly unmatched. Changed the whole way that we listen to hip-hop music. The first album, Vinny Vetti Vici, uh, that I just chanted, The March, which starts off that album, uh, was a one-time platinum album uh, uh, with Vinny Vetti Vici, if you all didn't know, is Latin for I Came, I Saw, I Conquered. Uh, and some of the joints off of there, of course, Holla Holla. Uh, Kill That All uh, featuring Jay-Z, Got a Story to Tell, and It's Murder featuring him, uh, DMX, and Jay-Z. A dope, phenomenal uh, uh, track. Now, the year later, October 2000, he dropped Rule uh, 336, which was everything between me and you uh, with him and, and Christina Milian. Put It On Me, I Cry, um, just phenomenal. Phenomenal hits. Uh, three times platinum album. 2001, October, he dropped Pain Is Love. Another three-time platinum album uh, was Living It Up, Always On Time, Down Ass Chick, I'm The Real Remix with J-Lo, So Much Pain featuring Tupac, the late, great Tupac Shakur, talking about his influence over Ja Rule's life. Uh, that's how the album actually ends. Last Temptation, November 2002. Man, this brother has some runs, man. Uh, One-time platinum, Thug Loving with my, your boy Bobby Brown. You know what I mean? Mesmerized with Ashanti. One of my favorite joints from Ja Rule is the Pledge remix with him, Nas, and Ashanti. That's one of my favorite joints. Uh, and then he had Blood in My Eye in November 2003 with Clap Back. Uh, uh, the Crown with the Here I Go sample from Mystical. And then he had R-U-L-E, which was released in 2004, November, which went gold and had the big joint on there uh, with him, Fat Joe, and the lyrical monster that is Jada Kiss, and that is called hey, New girl. York. So that is the premise of our discussion today. And to go on top of that, Ja Rule is the second half of the biggest verses of all time. Okay, so let's get that out there. Mad love and respect to Ja Rule. Uh, he killed the verses. I don't care who you ask. Ja Rule won the verses. Let's just be real. Let's get it out there. Let's 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 stop the fab let's stop the fabricating, you guys. Let's <laughs> let's stop. Don't even think that Joe even came close to winning that. It wasn't. It was not even close. It was a great show for hip hop, but when yeah. it comes down to verses, it is a competition. Mm -hmm. Ja Rule won the verses. Just accept it. Let's yeah. move on. All right. And, let's, got, let's and I that. got mad love for Joe. Mad love. Mad love for Joe. Joe. Mad, yeah. I love Joe. Joey Crack. I love Joey Crack. Joey Crack. And he chose Ja Rule as an opponent. You know why? Because nobody was gonna battle Ja. Nobody exactly. had the hits. Nobody had the gall to battle Ja Rule and those mm -hmm. hits he had in the early 2000s. And we're going to remind everybody about Ja's importance in the early 2000s, which is going to make me pass the mic over to my big brother. Big bro, what's good? What's happening? Thank you for being on for a record 15th appearance. And my first question to you is, what is Ja Rule's influence on hip-hop in your interpretation? I'm going to answer that question by amending a proclamation I made uh, quite a while ago. <clears throat> I made the comment that, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get too much off into the woods with this one, but I made a comment that uh, without James Todd Smith, a la LL Cool J, there would be no Drake. Now, I'm not saying that's not true, but there's a critical step in there that I did not mention and I forgot about, and I'll touch on the forgetting part later. Yeah. But that's Jeffrey Atkins, AKA Ja Rule. Because Ja Rule made it, he made it the 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 thing to do to harmonize right after, and it's a funny thing, 
uh, right after uh, Witty Witty Wiki, which is the correct pronunciation, but ain't nobody pronouncing it like that. We're Americans. Facts. Right after Facts. Vinny Vitty Bitchy. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts, man. The funny facts. Thing. Exactly. That's exactly. facts, bro. That's the, that's so, the Latin yeah. version how to pronounce that. Correct. Exactly. Correct, my good saying? sir. Correct. So immediately after that, I don't know if it was more accident or design, but the crossover appeal of what he started doing became pop music. And you said it. You said it yourself. It became pop music. But I don't think of it like pop music or or hip pop. I think it just became what popular music actually is because rap is now the foremost listened to and sold, you know, form of music on the planet, genre. So him harmonizing, okay, is a precursor to Drake, period. You can, it's a direct, it's a direct link, a direct link. Now with LL, the, it was a much broader aspect of it, but with Jeffrey Atkins, with Ja Rule, it's a direct transition. And not only does he get vilified for the same thing that Drake gets lauded for, we largely forgot about Ja Rule. What Ja Rule means to the culture is like finding out that, hey, the Egyptians, this great organization, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like finding out something, a, a, a huge piece of the puzzle that was missing. You know what I'm saying? Let's say we fought, forgot about a thousand years of the Egyptian culture. That's what us talking about Ja Rule today is like because he not only does not get his props, but I'm gonna say one thing to finish this real quick. No, you good. With the with the advent of 50 Cent, 50 Cent overshadowed a boatload of artists. And Jay-Z told his artists, whatever you're doing, you better get it done now because uh, Curtis is coming. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And when, when, when 50 came in, it was like a tsunami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's part of the issue because the same thing that happened with the puffy suit, the puffy the uh, era of the shiny suits yep. and the locks and Puff Daddy, when DMX and uh, and uh, Big Pun came through, that was the same thing that happened. And Ja Rule does not get enough credit. He does not get enough credit. He outsold Jay Z and Eminem at one point during that five year run, which is unprecedented. Yes, I will agree. Um, and 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 to go along with that. I think that uh, when you think about Ja Rule and his run, we talked about this before we shot um, or starting shooting right now, ladies and gentlemen, about the Vidi Vidi Vici album, how it was more strictly hip hop. And then when it got the Rule 336, there was a shift. And they, I don't know if it was Irv Gotti. I don't know if it was Ja. I don't know if it was the Murder Inc. I, I don't know what imprint had the idea that said, you know what? Let's change the game. Let's change the game. Like, let's, let's, let's flip hip-hop on its head. Let's bring more R&B feel into it. Let's start harmonizing and let's see how that sticks. Look what the result was. The man sold three times platinum albums back-to-back. -back. He has countless hits. I mean, I, I'm looking at the list right now. I Cry, uh, Mesmerized, Anything Between Me and You, Always On Time. I mean, these are timeless. Rainy Days. Rainy Days with Mary J. Rainy Days with Mary which he wrote, which he wrote, like the man's penmanship, and, 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 and Boyd, and he wrote What's Love for Fat Joe. He wrote that, he wrote that too. So, so like, I never understood why people, um, you know, you know, when Ja was hot. So we'll go back, we'll go back, we'll go back in time. We'll go back in the time machine and we'll go back. 
from 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, when Ja Rule was hot. When I mean he was flaming. Um, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Ja Rule on, on BT, MTV, <laughs> TRL, 106 in Park. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to those shows because they're timeless. Ja Rule exactly. was all over the place. He was on top of the world. So was Murder, Inc. Murder, Inc. was yeah. on top of the world. Like, they were taking over, but they had this idea of, to, to your point, boy, they had this idea of, yo, let's fusion hip-hop and R&B together, and look what the outcome was. This man sold millions of albums, you guys. I mean, like, Ja Rule was huge. And I think that what the backlash was, to what your point is, the backlash is, okay, Ja Rule's from Queens, New York, right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, New York is known as the birthplace of hip hop. You know, we don't really start singing here, you know, so, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, 50 Cent comes and we'll talk about 50 down the road. But yeah, but we'll talk about when we get to 50, we'll talk about how he how 50 also flipped hip hop on his head when he exactly. came back. But we're talking about Ja Rule and his impact. I, I do agree that hip hop. But he's he's kind of like he was forgotten about, unfortunately. I really I really do believe that that if hip hop, if it wasn't for the versus battle, right? Let's say the versus mm -hmm. battle doesn't take place, uh, boy. I want your opinion about this because if the versus battle if the versus battle does not take place, do you still think we will remember Ja Rule um, to what he needs? Will we still give that man his flowers on Earth while he's still with us? If it wasn't for that. The answer is a not so complicated yes and no. <clears throat> so the thing is, I saw Ja Rule at his lowest, and we'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> the thing is, if if not for the versus battle, cats like you, cats like myself, a lot of cats that that knew Ja Rule, that listened to Ja Rule, you know what I'm saying, that loved, you know, what he did with, with Murder Inc. And, and Jay and X, cats like us, <clears throat> we'd always remember, but just like in this age of multimedia, you know what I'm saying? People tend to have a short uh, a short attention span. I'm not saying that applies to us, but we would be like, psychologically, we'd be like, yeah, in the back of our minds, we know what impact Ja had, but nobody else would. Yeah. Now, the thing is, without the verses, it would have just been the tsunami that was 50 Cent and everybody else that came after that, you know what I'm saying? And just like, when people talk about um, what's your boy T Pain, yeah, and nobody wants to mention that he was influenced by Roger Troutman and the Vodafone, you know what I'm saying, True. back in the day. True. So True. it's a thing like that, but it's even worse because very few people will remember. Yeah. But he was huge. He was huge. His impact, his impact was extraordinary. His lyrical dexterity was insane. He stopped writing like physically. He learned this from Jay Z because mm -hmm. he was supposed to be on Can I Live? Yep. But he showed up late. He yep. showed up late and it was like, damn. You know yep. what I'm saying? Jay was like, I got this. And so he was like, well, what's what's going on? <laughs> he, I don't see no no pad, no pen, no homework going. On. So what happened was Jay told him how his process started. And he was like, oh. So. Greats like Big uh, Biggie, Jay Z, and Jeffrey Atkins, and you know, what I'm saying, and, and going into Little Wayne, they yeah, don't no write. Way. They don't typically write. What they go in the they go in the booth after they formulated it, and that is an amazing thing. It's an amazing talent because yeah. you train your brain. This is what Jeffrey Atkins did, and not only did he write, 
what I'm saying, for other people. The man was a monster on the charts. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Without that versus, though, I don't think he gets enough light, at least not not soon enough. But the, right. the, the versus, the versus puts him here now. Yeah. Now he can rectify some of the things that have happened in the past. And who knows? Now a, another whole generation of people who never knew who Ja Rule was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, bam. It's just like if they use an old song in like some new movie, let's say a Marvel movie, you know what I'm saying? And then cats go, I'm gonna go check for that dude. That's facts, man. That's facts. I and, and I and I love the way you articulated that, Will, because it, it he would have to me, he would have been forgotten. He would have been forgotten if it was not for the verses. Let's just be real, hip hop. Let's be real. Let's be real with, with, with ourselves right now. Ja Rule would not have been relevant at all. Ja Rule wouldn't have been on Drink Champs. Ja Rule wouldn't have been on getting on these shows and interviews <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for the verses. Like, let's just be real with each other right now. So I, I think that it catapulted him back into the scene. But then there's the bad Ja, right? So, and what I mean by bad Ja is when Ja Rule got, got attacked by 50 Cent, right? So when you when, when another MC, at least when, when the time that me and you were brought up in, if an MC comes for you, you 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 clap back, right? He came with a clap yeah. back, you know what I'm saying? He came with a couple of other hits that, and then he, he shouted out Busta Rhymes, and he started shooting at other cats that really weren't in it, but I guess we're affiliated with 50 at the time. Yeah. Neither, neither here nor there. But as the as the decline, because, you know, once you reach the top, you got to come down. Once you, once you get to the top, you got to start coming down. When the hits weren't really starting coming through no more, and then the Shanti started to take off, and mm -hmm. you know and 50 cent was really really getting hot and you know <laughs> that's when to me ja started making bad music the bad yes. ja and mm -hmm. i want to get your point of emphasis on this b because when we talk about the bad ja now mind you ja was not a lyrical monster first off no. first and foremost mm -hmm. was a lyrical monster but the man knew how to make music so some could argue that Ja Rule coin may have coined the phrase hip hop, not hip hop, but hip hop. Now, mm -hmm. when is it is it good or bad? I mean, I don't know. Go ask MC Hammer. <laughs> go ask. Uh, go ask uh, some of the other greats that that crossed over uh, that Vanilla made popular Ice. music. That just so happened that you know Caucasian individuals bought their music. That's not his fault. Yeah. You know, he made it for the people. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't his. It wasn't about his design, but. He gets the backlash for it. So let's talk about that backlash, B. What is your opinion about uh, Ja Rule making hip-hop music and the backlash that he received because of that? So two things. Uh, back in the early 90s on, I, want, I think it was the Derelicts of Dialect album with hmm. uh, 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 Third Base, and I want to say it was MC Search. I think he said, let me get the verse right. Hit Hip-hop got turned into hit pop the second the record was number one on the pop charts now that in and of itself is an amazing statement because uh i believe ja rule did uh he he basically confirmed that and it's been confirmed a hundred times over right. blah 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 right. but when a song uh and i can even go back to mix a lot um uh, baby got back yeah. Everybody knows Baby Got Back, but it's not the best song on that album. It is not. In fact, I was kind of surprised that that one popped, but it is what it is. Yeah. The thing is, I think at some point, Ja Rule, when he got big, it hit his head. 
and more so than other artists. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew he was the man. He knew, you know what I'm saying, that people were checking for him. And that's one of the reasons he wasn't, he was supposed to be what Ludacris is to the Fast and Furious franchise. Right. But after the first movie... Which I believe was Ja in the Fast and Furious movie, I think. I don't, yeah. but yes, he, he was. But, he was but, in the but first one. To your point, he went Hollywood. He made a couple of movies and flicks and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, he, he did the Hollywood route. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I'm not, 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 not to cut you off, my good sir. But, yeah, he did make some he made some movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, he did a little bit of but acting. But you know what I'm saying. I don't, think, I don't think he was the greatest actor. I mean, like, nah. I mean, let's, let's just put that out there. No disrespect, Ja, but, yeah, you weren't no. like the greatest actor, my dude. But he, he, um, He's no ludicrous. Not, yeah. not as far as acting. Not as far as acting, because (laughs) it was a good and bad thing. But in life, a lot of things make way for what needs to happen. And Ja Rule was a little bit full of himself. And he was like, I'm not doing the sequel for this amount of money. Right. So they pulled in. They pulled in Ludacris, who had a much broader view of possibility. You know what I'm saying? Now he's in a prime position. Now, that was a mistake. Right. Another mistake was him shooting darts at rappers who I don't want to say was more more talented, but more more lyrical and mm. more capable. I mean, mm. when you got DMX, Eminem, and Busta Rhymes on the same track going at you, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, you know, the Mary remix. Go go do your homework. Exactly. Go do your homework, man. The Hell Mary <laughs> remix was man. That was so mean, like. Oh man, I remember listening to that for the first time, and oh my and, and, and Buster was like, "Yo, Jeffrey, what coming at me for?" Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This is and, not going to go Buster good." And Buster was called too. Yeah, he I was just, like, "This is not going to go good." Hey, for job, how, how your boy King Push say, "Surgical summer." I mean, yeah. Buster Rhymes was surgical on it, dude. And like, oh my oh. god, man! Like, but you know what, though, B man, like, we we celebrate Ja, we love Ja. Um, and Ja has the hits. Like Ja, yes. Ja made Ja still has, in my opinion, like some classic hits. Like, and and I do believe to your point, if you think about the blueprint of of what of what rappers want to do now, that's what we're listening to now. You know, rapping. Drake R&B. owes him a check too. Drake yes. owes him a check too. Yes, they owe they owe him a check. They owe him, they owe him the the uh the, the, well the, the the blueprint or whatever you want to coin yes. it. Yes. He owes y'all the blueprint because he was one of the first ones that really fused the sounds together. Um, and, I mean, we got classic hits. We're always on time, yeah. like I mentioned, and put it on me. I want to say he was probably, like like you mentioned, I think he was the first. I don't know if he was the first, yeah. but in as much as where I'm going, because, you know, you had your Nellies, you know what I'm saying? You got right, you had your Nellies, right. right. But I think Ja, Ja was the first. Yeah. Nobody was saying, what would I be without you? What are exactly. no rappers doing that? No- <laughs> Nobody. Nobody was doing Nobody. that. Nobody. Nobody doing that, man. Yo, 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 check it, man. Hip hop. Listen, nobody was doing that in the early 2000s. Nobody was, nobody was going to be vulnerable. Nobody was going to like, it was all about having fun. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We, we, we were having a good time in the 2000s. We just surpassed a millennium. You know, we got through the towers falling. Everybody's trying to have a good time and party. You know what I'm saying? And Ja Rule and, and, and Irv Gotti, shout out to them, man, and Murder, Inc., you know, and, and, you know, regardless of what the fact they went through with their investigation and all that stuff, like, I get that. I get that part. But what they I'm did in the moment, what they did in the moment, you know what I'm saying, in, in that time in that time capsule, 
for those three years, three, four years in hip hop, astronomical. I mean, Ja Rule did joints with J-Lo. Ja Rule did joints with um, Ashim and Ashanti. was like a tag team, like a Batman and Robin. Shout out to Ashanti. Ashanti looks great. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, are you serious? My like, it's, it's, it's crazy right now. It's crazy. But you know what, B-Man? I'm going to let you get the last take on this, man. So what is your last take on Ja and his legacy? And now that we're in 2021, Ja Rule is, you know, back into the limelight again, kind of sort of in a sense. But, you know, everybody in hip-hop has a very short-term memory, too. So Ja's hot. Yes. Hot in the moment right now because mm -hmm. of the versus battle, which was great, which was great. Great for hip hop, great for the culture, great for Ja Rule, great for Fat Joe. But six months from now, you know, we're going to forget about it. So this show is going to put it back into a time capsule where people can go back and say, you know what? Diggy and Boy talked about Ja and his significance to the hip hop culture in the early 2000s because we want you all to understand when Put It On Me came on, when when Always On Time came on, with, with Down Ass Chick, when Living It Up came on, like, these are timeless songs. Like, yes. when you go back into your, you know, your, when you have your barbecues, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get together with your boys, you put on Living It Up, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so timeless. He made timeless music. But my good sir, my big brother, I'm going to let you have the last word on this. What do you want people to have a lasting impression or a lasting thought about Ja Rule from your perspective? I'm gonna start it off with what what my boy, my brother Frank Ketchum would, would, would do. He, you know, he would do the bold announcement thing. So I'm gonna make a bold announcement slash proclamation. Let's do it. And I'm telling you, this is my word. And I guess as, as the children would say, on God. Um, <laughs> this <laughs> Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Hey, I'm telling you, I truly believe that without that trial, I believe Ja Rule at this point is considered one of the greatest rappers, at least of his era. And I mean mm. greatest. Mm. Because that put a huge dent in his popularity, in his his presence, you know what I'm saying, and what he was able to do and handicapped him. And it made Murder, Inc. look a little suspect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So without that, I think I think 50 Cent still makes a dent in his popularity. Yeah. But I don't think he just gets washed to the side. Now, Ja Rule is one of those, those rare rappers, you know what I'm saying, that's just like he's, he's such an enigma. I think six months from now, if he plays his cards right, that he could part because the locks have already they've already had their credit. You know what I'm saying? Right. They've right. already been been there, but right. people forgot that versus put them back on the map. And right. what does Sheik Luch do? Drop an album. Right now, I'm not saying Josh should drop an album necessarily, but what he should do is remember that at one point in time, and he still has the talent. At one point in time, even Jay Z was like, "I need that dude." Yep. Jay Z doesn't become Jay Z without some of the very very articulate and smart moves he did. You know what I'm saying? And he says it all the time. Uh, people underestimate the, the, the intellect that Jay-Z has. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. When Ja Rule got on uh, Can I Get a, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny because Jay-Z is Jay-Z, and I love his verse on that. But Ja Rule took that. Yeah. It ain't yeah. even a question how my dough flows. I'm good in the bad hole. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. 
Ja Rule elevated that track to something else, okay? And it's like everybody knew, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah. that he had something. There was something about his voice, his cadence, his yeah. demeanor. He knew what he was about. Yeah. Now, if he's smart, then he'll use this platform, you know what I'm saying, to bring himself back to, you know what I'm saying, prominence. Because, like you said, man, hip-hop has a very, very short memory. And I hope he does get to at least amend a bridge like him and Eminem were cool at one point, but he went at Eminem. Wrong move. Yeah, I think him and DMX patched up their, you know what I'm saying? Their, I believe their thing so. Because, I believe so before yeah. X died. I believe so. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Going, going back to when I first heard Ja Rule, it was the same time I heard DMX. Yeah. It was on that uh, Mike Geronimo um, joint, uh, Five Deadly Venoms. Whew. And Ja Rule comes in, dude. You know, I'm, it's just nasty, man. His verse, I love the dude, you know what I'm saying? Because... I never, at first I was thinking it was the, I was thinking it was DMX, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking it was DMX, but then he came in and I'm like, man, both of these dudes are nasty. But you knew, you knew when you first heard X, you knew when you first heard Ja, that you were hearing something legendary. And somewhere along the line, Ja, he didn't even have the benefit, and I shouldn't say benefit, that's the wrong word. He didn't, he couldn't say, man, I had a drug problem, like X, because Without that drug problem, bruh, X is still in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But this is Ja. And Ja Rule was in was lumped unfairly in with DMX, but he had his own thing. And I just hope that this versus and the fact that he's still in shape means that that man still has the hunger inside him. Because I would love, I would love to hear another Ja Rule album, dude. And mm. I think hip hop is a little more mature now that he would be accepted if he does it right. If he does it right, because there was a definite transition between his first and second album. Because you're right, that first album he had Memphis Bleak on. Yep. Um, he did at least two joints with him, uh, X and and um, and Jay. And Jay, and those yeah. those are some, some of my favorite tracks, dude. Word. Those are some of my Word, favorite man. tracks. Word, seriously. Word. I mean, it, I like a story to tell. That's my that's my joint too. Um, yeah. But to to your point, and I'm gonna close out behind you. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, when you think about Ja Rule, um, if you, I know we're we're in the new millennium uh, of, of hip hop right now, but in the early millennium, in the early two thousands, I don't know if there was another bigger rapper than Ja Rule. Like I, I think I would agree with Boyd um, on this one. I mean, we had Nelly. Nelly was huge. Nelly, Nelly mm-hmm. was Nelly. Jay Z was Jay Z. But there was no other rapper like Ja Rule. Like there, nobody was like rapping and harmonizing like there was nobody else doing that man like i swear to god you guys if you guys go back mm. and remember those of that are older of us to remember you know yeah <laughs> those of us on the old school that can remember that time period when ja Rule was hot there was nobody that sounded like ja he had a three-year run from 2000 2001 to 2002 that is unmatched the record sales show for it and so does the history books but here's what i will say and coin the frames real quick before we start closing out is when I think about Ja Rule, I think about the verse from Q-Tip from Check the Rhyme. And I'm going to say that because Q-Tip says, and I quote, uh, quote MC Hammer, <laughs> what you say, Hammer, proper, rap is not prop. If you call it that, then stop. That's it. That's it, yo. That's it. That's all I got for that, you guys. So, I'm going to interject one last thing. Go one ahead, go ahead, thing. family. Go ahead. During that period, 
People don't want to admit it, or, or they, they, I don't want to say they don't want to admit it. They may not realize it. During that point, he was outselling Marshall Mathers yep. and Sean Corey Carter. Yes. That's my word. Yes. Do the math. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we're, we're going to get into Jay-Z and Marshall Mathers later on in the season. But ladies and gentlemen, at this point, we're going to start wrapping things up. And how we have been doing so in all of season four is showing uh, the life, showing homage to the life and memory of Miss Breonna Taylor, who, who we lost due to social injustice. So, Boyd, if you could join me with your fist up in the air one time. Uh, when I say justice for you, say Breonna Taylor will do this three times to make sure that all of our listeners, followers, and supporters do not forget the life and memory of Breonna Taylor. So one time, justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor, rest in peace, my mom. We miss you. We love you. And social injustice is so, so important to all of us that are a people of color. So we're going to keep that at the force and foremost of this platform for as long as there's breath in his body. However, William James Boyd, for the 15th time, the record holder on the Digga A2 platform. I feel like I should co-host this show with you every week, my man. So thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming on this week, man. Shout out time. Family, who are your shout outs going to, my, my good sir? Uh, my shout outs are going out to, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little bit different. My shout outs are going out to Locksmith. Uh, if you don't know who Locksmith is, uh, if you are a fan of rap, you need to go find out who Locksmith is. Locksmith right. is nasty. The dude is such a breath of fresh air. He's done joints with, um, with some serious pioneers, uh, R.A. The Rugged Man, um, Exhibit. He's done joints with uh, with Crooked Eye. The man is a lyrical beast, and he is conscious. Mm. He's conscious. Mm. The man is not just spewing something just to be spewing it. He's got – man, I think he had the best freestyle of 2019, but that's something else. Once again, mm. Locksmith, the dude is nasty. Word. That's my shout-out today, man. Word, man. Well, first off, first and foremost, my shout-out goes to you. Uh, I could not have made it this far in this podcasting platform, me and the queen, Jessica, a.k.a. Miss Connected Dots, uh, who is her new phrase now. <laughs> I love you, babe. But, uh, love you, Jess. Not, love we, you, Jess. We could have not gotten this far without you and your contributions and your hip-hop knowledge, your mind. Your mind is what I was going after. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this, my big brother is the, the master Yoda um, of hip hop. I feel like I'm the Luke Skywalker in episode six. That's what I feel like. I, I'm not, I'm never going to be at his mastery level of hip hop, oh, nor will I ever try brother, to be. Brother. But uh, I feel like I'm Luke Skywalker now. I feel like I'm coming into my own. I got my own, like, you know, uh, theories and <laughs> thoughts about hip hop. I, I was around during a lot of these things that we're talking about. And this is a, well, I'd like to say in the first in episode one, this is a, a, a semester. This is a semester of hip hop you guys are listening to right now. We are teaching you about the culture in certain time frames. And in the 2000s, in the new millennium, you cannot talk about the new millennium without talking about Ja Rule. You just can't do it. So shout out to you, boy, your contributions to the show. Always appreciative. Shout out to my queen, Queen Jess. Thank you, babe, for everything that you've done and will continue to do for everything that we're trying to do with this platform and our success. Uh, shout out to my family. Shout out to, and my last shout out, real talk, goes to Frank Ketchum. And Frank Ketchum yes. is uh, been on the show with us many, many of times, and he's going through some medical issues. And Frank, we love you. 
um, get well. You got to come back so we can see the fruits of this labor. Hopefully you're watching the show right Indeed. now and you know uh, that your heart uh, is with me. Half of my heart is with you, man. So we, we love you. We love your family. We love all you guys, man. And that's all we got this week, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned next week when we go back to my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, of a specific uh, personality that started in the coin crunk music. We're going back to Atlanta next week, you guys. All right, so we'll, we'll, see, you, we'll see you soon. Stay safe, stay humble, stay hip-hop, one double zero, all right? Peace.